Don't do it. Don't you do it. See, we've been told we can't play those at this normal speed. So that's what you get. Success. Success. We did it. God damn it. Push it good! Push it! Push it real good! This is... Uh, what the f*** is the name of the f***ing secret society? It'll come to you. Oh my god. The f***ing... They were f***ing in the Nicolas Cage movie. Right. The f***ing National Treasure guy. Yes, I know. They wrote the f***ing... Yes. Whatchamacallit, with all the... The eye and the right. thing. Yeah, just the tell thing. me... The goddamn name. Quitters never give up. <laughs> Go ahead. Repping for all of Quitters Never Give Up. Check off Christopher. Check off Jen Pasquarini. Check off Lindsay. Check off Andrew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said Quitters Never Give Up, and he said, that's all they do. I heard part of the show. You it did. It's not bad. Well, thank you, Lisa May. You strive for not bad. This Quitters Never Give Up episode one. Uh, the piranhas are back. Quitters episode number 131. Uh, we got... Somebody get rid of the piranhas. Please. All right. We're back. Okay. So Please. happy. Put that in over and over again, Go Wait, you have to let it finish. It's like two more seconds. Okay, here. Why? What? Let him finish. Well, thank you, Piranha Plants, for that lovely rendition. Let's say hello to the quitters. Bean, who do we have? Here is uh, one of our favorite teabaggers, Drew in Detroit. Hi, Droy. Hi, Drew. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Droy. Droy. Let's say hello to Eddie. <laughs> Squirrels you know fucking words. Fucking right, Eddie? Right? Eddie's so right. So right. Eddie's always right. I try. Hello, everybody. Hello, Edwin. Say hello to Jen. What's that? What's that, Jen? What? Not the Illuminati. Not the Illuminati. No. That's, that's no. Professor X and Doctor Strange. Hello, yeah. party people. We are far from the Illuminati. And let's say hello to Lindsay. This is VH1 All Access. Lindsay gives a first look at the making of the new album. We'll get a first look at the making of Lindsay's new album later on in the show. And I'm Christopher. Here's a question about Chris. Do you think Chris wants to be a full-time aerobics instructor and is just doing repair work on telephone wires to pay the bills? It's a good question. Good question. I have wondered that. <laughs> Let's get started with the show with the flashback that needs no introduction. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. 
it's like a throwback. It's a complete flashback for some reason to another time and place. Yay. Nice. Uh, our man Omar is in the studio with us. Hey, what's happening? He's uh, the man of a thousand voices. <laughs> he used to uh, run the board here in the studio, and then, and then we switched him with uh, Psycho Mike, who's now in the studio, because Psycho Mike can't edit worth a crap. Right. So we send Omar in there. He does a lot better in here, right? Yeah, yeah he's well. great. Yeah. He's really great. Yeah, we love him. So Omar is in the other studio, and that's where Ralph goes to do the various voices that he does. And Omar calls up to check the line to make sure it's all working and everything's you know ready to go and we've been taping him recently yeah so omar the man of a thousand voices surprise <laughs> yeah. no. uh the first one is al gore we we're going to do an al gore bit and so wait so let me make sure i understand so ralph who's going to do the al gore yes. bit isn't in the studio right. yet omar calls just to get the phone line yes. pumped and ready to make sure that we can hear it and he does al gore and then mike says dude what's it going to sound like you got to do the impression and we're rolling tape and we're like tee <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Because <laughs> Omar tries to do voices, and it turns out he can't. Right. So here are a few of the checks that he's been doing. This is Al Gore. So that's his Al Gore. <laughs> well, that's good. I hope he's going to fill in for Ralph when Ralph's on vacation now. He does uh, the Reverend Ted Haggard. We did him. Remember him? He's the evangelical preacher sure. that uh, yeah. uh, was against gay people and came out. That uh, male prostitute was saying he had sex and, and meth. This right. is his uh, improv. What are, I am not gay. I am so hetero. Yeah. <laughs> that's his test there. Very nice. That's the Reverend Ted Haggard. Uh, we did a Nicolas Cage bit where Ralph called in as, as Nick. And, a ghostwriter, right. Because his skull was on fire, if you'll recall. <laughs> so Omar is, Omar is checking the sound effects with the voice level. Check, 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 one, two. I'm Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit, I'm on fire. Check, 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 one, two, check, one, two. Check, check, check. Now I'm not on fire. Oh, I'm on fire. No, well, not <laughs> He does sound exactly like Nick. He does, doesn't he? Oh, it's okay. Dead ringer, right? Ralph, watch out, man. <laughs> so then he tests the Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. And he is Michael Jackson, by the way. But I don't know why he started it like this, but he did. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. This is Michael Jackson. Hey, hey, whoo! Jim on! <laughs> Come on. Oh, uh, he's Michael. Not bad. Right? Not bad. The man of a thousand voices. <laughs> so then we're going to do Paula Abdul, who said that she's never no. been drunk. And this is Omar's version of Paula Abdul. Check, check, check. Hi, this is Paula Abdul. And I'm not drunk. Here's my bong sound effect. Oh, this is Paul Abdul. I have never drank, but I do a lot of drugs. This is Paul Abdul. Woo. There it is. Woo. Dead ringer, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one thing to just do the voice spot on it. I give you credit for that. But the way you ad-lib in character, yeah. that's what's uh, remarkable. Yeah, dude. Those classes uh, are paying off. Al Gore came out on the Grammys, and he was fat, so we were going to do the fat Al Gore, and this is his test of that. Hello, Kevin and Bean. I'm a big fat... <laughs> okay, so that's Al Gore the second time. This morning we did the former uh, Canadian Prime Minister who says that we should be using alien technology to help with global warming, and this is his test of, of him, and you can see how he just lapses into other uh, dialects perfectly. Check, 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 one, two, one, two, one, two, just a voice, just a voice. Hey, I'm Canadian, eh? There you go. That's it. How about that? <laughs> Come on with that. Who wants, who wants to hear Omar do Ozzy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, here's his. Sharon! That's all you get. 
<laughs> That's all the real small doses, oh, I think, are best. Omar, unfortunately, is learning to talk like me. Okay, but is, is it too high? Should I pitch it not that up? <laughs> Excellent. Good. Not that up. And finally, what's this last clip that we have, Bean, of uh, oh, your cell phone? Yeah, Omar is the man of a thousand voices. And here's a voice we haven't heard before. This is Omar Saturday night at Mike's house, Psycho Mike's house, watching the UFC pay-per-view. Pay and he mm -hmm. decides to drunk dial me. Because <laughs> <laughs> who appreciates that more than you? Right? Yeah, I'm that's funny. I'm in Absolutely. Las Vegas. I'm at the Chief's house. My dad and I are watching. It's like 930 or something. Uh -huh. We're watching Psych on the were USA you, Network. Were you both in your jammies by then? <laughs> uh, absolutely. We're having, we're Warm uh, milk and cookies, right? Laying on the pull-out couch. So my phone almost never rings and certainly never rings at night. Right. And, I, and I hear the phone. And I think, oh, my God, there's trouble at home or something like that. And I, and I don't recognize the number. And I pick it up, and it's Omar. And I think you can tell the party was raging at Mike's house. Hey, it's 9 o'clock, and, like, everybody was all paying right there. You leave uh, good messages. I do. That was only the first of three, by the way. He, <laughs> he kept calling back, and I was smart enough to not answer the phone. But uh, We need to do a thing where people who have saved messages, I don't know how they can get them to us. If they could get it to us in email, that would be the best. Yeah. The people yeah. who've saved drunk dial messages. Because <laughs> awesome. you know there are a lot of people who have them on their phone. I have like Ten of them on my phone. Uh, from Omar? <laughs> no, not from Omar, actually. No, he didn't call me, unfortunately. I love the drunk dialers. But yeah. if there was a way to send it in through email or something, Lightning, do you know how they could do well, that? Well, here's the deal. It's another reason for people to sign up for U-Mail, <clears throat> because the Armenian comedian will leave messages for me all the time. Right. With, if you have U-Mail, I can email them to Omar, and he can use them. Oh, right, because so you can, can leave, leave them on your computer. As wave files, so U-Mail.com. Well, if somebody future. has a way of doing that, send them in. We would love to play them, because uh, Omar, me, you know, drunk dialing's a bad idea. Yeah. And... Omar, the man of a thousand voices, also a bear. <laughs> What's you mail? I don't even remember. Is that like Prodigy or InfoNet? Prodigy. <laughs> I, I have no clue. That's some old stuff. Netscape? Mm. Right. <laughs> Netscape. It does Prodigy. remind me of when Edwin calls us at night. Oh, so many drunk messages to Christopher, yeah. <laughs> Can we get a recreation from you, Christopher? I, Edwin has to do it. Go ahead, Edwin. Show him how you do it. No, no, no. Oh, this geez. is an impression-themed segment. Christopher, hmm? you're on the spot. I'm on, a, on the spot for what? I want to hear what... She wants you to do an impression of Drunk Edwin. Yeah. Of what Drunk is... Edwin? Yeah, what does Drunk Edwin say on his messages to you? He doesn't say much. He just tries to get me to watch Hanna-Barbera cartoons. <laughs> By saying? <laughs> do you like Hanna-Barbera cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> Geek, Edwin, and Christopher. Who can tell the difference? <laughs> All right, now for a song. Anyone know what it is? Uh, yes. 
<laughs> what is it? It's what what in the book. I say what what in the book. Want to put it in the book? Say what what. There's only so much I can take of that song. <laughs> is Classic. that a remix? Or is I don't that know. The it was the one on YouTube. That's the original. That's is it okay? We, yeah, we've played the. Um, I think it was Stone Temple Pilots version of it on a really early episode. That was a cover. Uh, we finally found out that Ron Jeremy's birthday is today at 54 years old today. That was sent to me by a listener, and another yeah. listener came through once again said, uh, Ralph, this gentleman has passed away, but I think it's important to mention that legendary American novelist, writer, and poet Jack Kerouac was born today. He created the Beat Generation and, of course, wrote the classic book On the Road. And sure. I believe, he says here in this email, he's also one of Kevin's favorite authors. I do think he's one of Kevin's favorite authors. I remember it as if it was yesterday when Kevin was talking about Jack Kerouac. In the spirit of adventure and in the shadow of Jack Kerouac, and the American Road. <laughs> Who is that? Jack oh, Kerouac. No, no one. Don't worry about it. Who's Kerouac? I don't know who this is. Why is this funny? Have you ever heard of a book called On the Road? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, kind of. Jack Carroll. No, that's <laughs> Charles. Charles Carroll. Yeah, same guy. I don't know who Jack Ker Kerouac that's is. Charles Carroll's real name. All right. <laughs> Still find it hard to care about that. That's what a degree in English yeah. will get for you. That's true. That's what makes it funny. We're not asking you to care about it. We're just figuring a degree in English and all. One of the most you know, important books in American history, you think, maybe. I did a lot of writing. You had to run across it. You had to run across it at some point. You didn't go to all my classes. It was on the syllabus or something. <laughs> you had a figure. Didn't attend every single session of class. You never went to class, did you? You're busy a good working as a security guard, watching people hump in the bushes. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You guys know who Jack Kerouac is? Well, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> 106.7, Kerouac. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way uh, Kevin would say it after a weekend in Vegas. 106.7 Karuk. All right, who's ready for some more download rodeo? Yay! Hold on a sec, I'm getting a new email message. Here's the sound my computer makes. Is that, so he doesn't, <laughs> are you a regular duck fan? You watch all the time him? I know it seems long, like you wouldn't want to hear that every single time a new uh, email comes in your inbox, but I love it so much I can hear it a hundred times a day. Absolutely. Hang on a second, I'm getting a call. I just love peanut butter and would like people to be, that I could talk to peanut about with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Kevin and Bean's Download Rodeo. This is something new that we added to the krock.com website earlier this year. We have had so many requests for some of the sound files that we play on our show that we thought, hey, it's finally time to uh, make them available to you, and you can put them on 
your uh, your cell phone or your uh, computer or wherever you want to use them. They're in an MP3 or a WAV file, and they're all free, and they're up at krock.com. And listeners have been starting to do some creative things with the audio that we're offering them. Yeah, they start, uh, they've been putting together song mixes. This is the second one that we've gotten in that's really good, so we want to play it for you. But it's using music, and then they put all of the sounds of the Kevin and Bean Show over it. They edit it together creatively. <laughs> Who's your whore? Who's your whore? Kevin Bean, that's one thing I forgot to tell you, Kevin Bean. I got me a monkey. Check it, check it, yeah. Did somebody order Mexican? I want a good movie. I'll be there pounding some dick. Who's your whore? <laughs> We're on the sausage hunt right now. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of masturbation. I need a woman. I'll just do a little bit. Make sure you want to scream and shout. F me, F me, F me, F me, F me. Oh, that's nice. The people love him. Big daddy. Yeah, what do you do, nephew? I'm all about the vagina. Whore, whore, whore. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no. That's great. That's pretty well done, isn't it? Oh, my God. Very well done. Yeah, that's good use of the sound that's up there. Send those to me, Kevin at KRock.com. Bean tends to delete stuff like that. Send it, and if it's good, we'll play it on the air. And you can go to krock.com to get all the sounds. Whoever did that, nicely done. Amazing. Bravo. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. very cool. How dare Kevin say that Bean deletes stuff? I've got tons of emails <laughs> from Bean. I never got one thing through to Kevin, the email deleter. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it for me. I've got tons more, but I'm going to save it. <laughs> all right, now time for the podcast roundup. Do, 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 do. Why is my mouth numb? Is this good? Should my mouth... What? What the... Nailed it. You get it. When you want her to promote your podcast, we got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. He had sex with Airwolf. That's the only cool thing he's Who's, ever done. What famous helicopters have you ever boned? Yeah, suck it, bitch. Hi, right, welcome to the podcast roundup. Allie's wondering why her mouth is numb. Bean had numb face. We're learning a lot today. Let's start off with Oso Judgy. One of the things about Oso Judgy is their their parents, and they give a, a perspective of being great parents on their show a lot. Here's an example. Believe me, my kids are nine. My nine and five. If my nine-year-old can go to four, nine and four, <laughs> nine and four, I don't know why I keep thinking five. It's okay. That happened to me at the doctor. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. It happened to me at the doctor when I took our, our nine-year-old. The doctor asked me about our baby and I'm like, oh, he's five. And our oldest looked at me and he said, no, he's four. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> uh, but anyways, believe me, if I could put my nine-year-old to work, I would. There you go. Ages are difficult. Very tough to grasp that concept. 
and also child labor. That's a good thing. Good things coming up from, from Oso Judgy and Parenting. I'll tell them I need some help on my route. So nine-year-olds, you don't have to pay that much. They can get their little hands in they the drain. They don't need that much. Yeah, their hands yeah. can reach in little places. So. Just give them Contact hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, just give them a bag of Cheetos. They're good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of cutting up uh, people, Kevin and Sluggo had a cannibalist on. A Swedish scientist offered an unusual possible tactic in combating global climate change. All right. Well, it's necessary. What's he come up with? Eating human flesh. This professor and researcher, Magnus Soderlund, said he believes eating human meat derived from dead bodies might be able to help the human race if only a world were, uh, society were to awaken to the idea. Silent breed is people! <laughs> He's saying that it would help. But we have the Stockholm professor and researcher, Magnus Soderlund, on board. Hey. Uh, yes, I'm on board. Here I am. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for taking some time out today. Thank you so much for having me on the show to talk about, you know, eating of the people. Have you actually tasted human flesh yet? Oh, yes. I've been eating it for years. Yeah, in there. What What's the best, most filling part of the body? <laughs> oh, it's going to be the butt. <laughs> So how's the fight going? How are you doing so far trying to get people up for this? It's hard. A lot of people have uh, uh, what we call the yuck factor when it comes to eating people. Sure. They go... Oh, come on. Bastley, yes. you were fine. You were... What happened? You weren't eating? What, what went wrong? Sorry. That was a good clip from Ralph, but I had to add the vomit in just because it was a little long. But the butt is the best part to eat if you... All right, speaking of cannibalism, on uh, Saturday, on the Saturday Super Show with Ralph, Ralph brought in chips from... Uh, what is it? Chechnya? I don't know what it is. That made of... Uh, that tasted like a vagina and penis. So uh, here we go. Some vomit chip uh, supercut. I kind of gagged. That's... <laughs> It got some wang that went left. There's a hint of low tide wang in there, for sure. Oh, oh my goodness. That's not good. That's no. Hey, that's hey, oh, it gets hey, worse. Hey. How does it get worse? Yeah. That's not pussy. That's disgusting. That tastes like pussy. That's bad. Tastes that's like bad. Bad. That, yeah. mm. Lithuania lips. What are they? Uh. That's terrible. It kept, was... it kept getting worse. Yes. I can't get it out. Yeah. Oh. Yeast would have helped that. Flavor. Dick <laughs> flavor. But I don't know what dick uh... tastes like. I don't want... All right. That's enough of the uh, general chip supercut. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you, um, want more? you want more, Drew? No. 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 Not at all. No, that segment Ever. was awful. Superman is glad he wasn't there that day. <laughs> I have tape of uh, Cooperman listening to that segment. Here it is. Oh, come on. Bastley, yes. you were fine. You weren't... What happened? You weren't eating? What... What went wrong? The fall of vomit, or the autumn of vomit, vomit, autumnal vomit. This is going to be cut into a moment with Chris. Well, let's see if I clear. Um, going into the week of Larry. Uh, no, let's move on. Jen had a call on the Ralph report. 
Here's Jen's call. It's Jen from Quitters, and I've got some updates for Eddie Pence. Oh, what? His website is now online and operational. Wow. Do, 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 do. Yes. Success. Success. <laughs> we did it. God damn it. Freemasons. How did you not know that? All right. <laughs> Eddie Pence's website, eddiepence.com, now up and running. There you if go. If you want to check it out, feel there free go. to go there, and uh, maybe if it's tied too tight, is available for purchase in the e-store there on the website. Well, I'm shopping right. for publishers right oh, now. Oh. I, I don't want to self-publish, oh, no. so I'm shopping for the suckers, publishers. At the suckers moment. Game. It is, so. Jen, do you want to give us a background on why you said Freemasons? God damn it. <laughs> it was. So this is, was it Tuesday? I don't know. Anyway, um, the, they, they were talking. Eddie was talking about, um, I don't even remember. But he couldn't remember the word Freemasons, and it wasn't the Illuminati, and it wasn't the Knights Templar, it wasn't that. And um, I don't know, did they stop the show? No, they did. did get the word, uh, or, no, or yeah, they Ralph did. finally remembered it. I think, I think so. Um, they in the time in the history segment, they brought up the start of the Freemasons, and they or oh. they brought up the start of the Freemasons Cub Scouts, I guess it is, like the feeder group into the Freemasons. And That's right, because Eddie's brother and dad were in it. Yeah, we find out that That's Eddie's right. brother and dad are Freemasons, and um, he couldn't figure out what the, he couldn't remember the name of Freemasons, and it was this really long drawn out thing, and it was pretty funny. So go back and listen to the Ralph report because that was hilarious. Yeah. You can find out yeah, about the I Freemasons. In my car, yelling Freemasons. <laughs> I'm sure other people were as well. It was just funny. And they said that they were a shadowy group, and a bunch of Freemasons called and said, "We're not shadowy. We're not super right. secret." Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Anyhow, uh, some more celebration music. Success! Success! <laughs> we did it! God damn it! So on sex, you Eddie normally checks out. He's normally done with the segment. He doesn't really want to be involved. But this week, sex, you. Piqued his interest. Edward Smith is not your average man when it comes to sexuality. Hmm. He's had over 1,000 lovers in his life. Wow, Edward. Damn. But, but only one of them, Eddie, has been a human being. Okay, all right. The other 999... I, I take back my admiration. Have, uh, ...have been, well, something else. Stuffed? He is, no, they're not stuffed. He is known as a mechanophile. Mechanophile. Yes. He's someone who can only get sexually turned on by vehicles. Oh, no. He has had sex with a multiple number of cars, no. buses, no. and most importantly to our conversation, helicopters. Man has sex with Airwolf is the topic of the he article. He fucked Airwolf? He fucked Airwolf. <laughs> this guy was a weird fucker. I don't... <laughs> I know they don't like to... <laughs> King shame, but he, he would break into people's houses and sleep with their cars. That is just wrong. Oh, that's uh, awful. Um, okay, <laughs> let's go over to Drew's call. Drew, save us with your earworm call. Here is uh, one of our favorite teabaggers, Drew in Detroit. His earworm story kills my earworm story. Hey, Allie and Bean. It's Drew from Quitters Never Give Up calling from Detroit. I just wanted to let you know that I understand your earworm thing because about two years ago, I was in the hospital and placed into like a twilight sleep state while I was in the ICU. And unfortunately, 
I had the following song stuck in my head while I was semi-asleep, semi-awake, and couldn't do anything. And it went like this. I'm in too deep, and I'm trying to sleep, but the song in my head, on repeat. It was a nightmare. Consider yourself lucky you only had it for a little bit, and not 12 hours that you can't stop. Bye. Imagine that. You're laying there, and you're in some sort of hazy anesthesia thing. Yeah. And it's just going over and no. over and over again. You no. Know? You can't even, like, reach up and put something else on to distract you or anything like that. You're just locked in. Oh. That's a tough one, man. What song is that, Drew? Uh, what? I forget the band. Uh, it... Instead of going under, there, Sum 41. Yeah. Sum 41. There we go. Yeah. Come on, Christopher. I, I stopped listening to K-Rock music in, like, the 90s. I don't even think this was on K-Rock. I think this is on Kiss FM. Oh, they, they, they had it on K-Rock. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. I never but, listened to it. So, yeah, I know that. That was on repeat when I was, like, not able to move or anything. I'm just going, make it stop. This one? Yep. This is my nightmare. Two thousand and one. Yep. That's a that's a High perfect school. song. Perfect song to be in the hospital stuck in your head forever. Yeah. It's not bad. It's no Wayne, but it's not bad. I would like to listen to the Wayne version. Speaking of versions of music, let's hear Lindsay's personal minutia jingle. We have a personal minutia jingle that is perfect for the time change. Is Allie cold or hot? Is being still moving? Is adding point nine to the gas price a thing? What day is it today and is it fall or spring? It is personnel minutia time. Time, 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 time. No name on that, but thank you. Thank you. Very topical. I like it. Very topical. No name on that, Lindsay. Why? Time, 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 time. I don't know. I just. That's why. Right there. No, I didn't think you would laugh that hard, but I just, you know, I worked harder on it than I thought I should have, and I don't know. Well, well, that's making our, our um, what is it, compilation uh, DVD set from KTEL, our, our, our personal minutia rock. So we're putting that in. All right. The moment we've been waiting for, the call that shook the teabagger world, Teresa. I got a call out of the blue about first date chat. Hi, guys. It's Teresa from Fountain Valley, California. Just listened to the episode where you listed the worst places to go on a first date. And it made me think I had a guy who once asked me out on a first date to a movie. Actually, it was the Edward Scissorhands premiere. Something happened. I can't remember what it was, but we didn't do that. So instead, he took me to a Dodger game. And then to IHOP afterwards, after the Dodger game. So this guy planned three things for a first date that were all on that list. Okay, Ali. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who's Teresa? The interesting part of the story is that guy's name was Bean Baxter. (laughs) So, Bean, if you don't remember me, just please don't play this call because you'll break my heart if you say that. So, anyway, love you guys and uh, keep up the work. Okay. 
I do remember Teresa because she was so beautiful and so fun. Oh, Teresa. I looked it up. This would have been December 5th, 1990 would have been that first date. Okay. So I am in the clear. I was between marriages. Later on, we found out that it was one of Bean's wives. He just didn't remember her. I think that was, that was determined, right? (laughs) I do like that term, between marriages. (laughs) Right. So there was a lot of controversy with this call because they said the date happened in December, but they went to a Dodger game. No one really caught that on the show. Everybody lost their mind on the Facebook page and I think on Patreon a little bit. But it turns out she made a mistake and it was a Kings game. But uh, Bean with his uh, dating skills took her out on, what, three or four of the no first dates list. So good job, Bean. (laughs) All right. Well, that is the roundup for me. Let's move on to the week that was. <laughs> Hit it, Steve. Where is it? Steve. Where's Steve? Where's Steve? Hey, Steve, we're over here. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Our listener, Edwin. God bless Edwin. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, it can't be. Our feature presentation. Week of 2012. Beans Kidney's the biggest star in the world right now. Working girls, I'm telling you, Seth, there's white hot heat on Beans Kidney. Welcome back, everybody. This is the week that was, November 6 to 10, 2012. Uh, the big news was Beans Kidney, it was all over the place. He was doing interviews with people. I could have sworn someone said he went on Tom Likas' show. Can you imagine being on Tom Likas' show? Anyway, uh, Ralph was getting a little bit fed up with it. And I love this because Bean did a nice thing. And yeah, Ralph is giving him junk for it. This is me and Christopher, why we love the show, that dark side. Time for the show, Ms. Bean. part of uh, Bean's Kidney's Farewell Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Another part of the the endless series of interviews and TV specials being done about Bean's Kidney. And then it goes on a mall tour. This kidney should go in the Hall of Fame. There's a a hall for famous kidneys. This has to be the most famous kidney, right? We've talked about it. nothing but endless self-promotion for his kidney. It's not for my kidney. It's the endless kidney tour. It's for tour. the topic of organ donation. I'm trying How to raise awareness. How many shows awareness. have you done about your kidney now? What is this, 20, 21 we, shows we, about your kidney? I've done a couple of interviews, but I, and, and I'm very grateful for people like TMZ and Tom Likas and those who have had me on so I can get people to sign up to be First organ donors. We're at a kidney over here, for God's sake. <laughs> We're trying to make some good out of this you know, like situation. Jessica Simpson with her baby pictures. All right, we got it. You have a kidney. They're Ralph. taking it, for God's sakes. <sighs> Just trying to help. We know. Just trying to do my part. That's what you're known for. <laughs> Just trying to do my part, buddy. Come on. <laughs> it's Monday. Let's take a look at the top ten movies at the box Only office. Only Ralph could make me feel bad about giving somebody a kidney. No, it's, it's a good thing you're doing. Just I should do it quietly. Well, at least something good comes out of this. <laughs> Shut the F up. <laughs> Endless campaign of promotional events it's surrounding your kidney. It's not about me, though. That's Again, it's about the cause. It's about organ donation. Yes. Poor Bean. For once, I'm on his side. He was trying to do a nice thing. But they did get a lot of publicity. Well, you would think so. You know, big morning show on K-Rock, and he's giving a kidney away. So yeah. they decided to call the kidney's agent. <laughs> we thought he was kidding as well. I think he's doing it, but I still think it's a bit. It's possible. He's doing it because it, it's a funny bit for the radio. But he is actually doing it. Yes, he is. And he's not here today, which is sort of odd. So I had 
the king of Mexico get his agent on the phone oh. so that we could find out, you know, what's going on, if he's st- if he's all right or what's going okay. on. Okay. Good morning. Chicky baby, chicky baby, chicky baby. How you guys doing today? How you doing, chicky baby? <laughs> is this uh, Shelly Waxman? It is. How you doing? How you guys doing? Hey, Kevin. Hi, Lisa May. How you guys doing? Uh, hi, we're hey, good. Do you guys need representation by any chance? Do you need representation? I don't know if you guys are being properly taken care of there at K-Rock. Uh, no, I think we're good. All right, chicky baby. Don't worry about it, chicky baby. I got you, chicky baby. <laughs> All right, good. So tell us about Bean. What's his uh, What's his status? I don't know about Bean anymore, guys. Uh, we, we had a, a parting of the ways, me what? and Bean. What? I'm no longer representing Bean. He's just too difficult for me to work with. However, I am rep- Representing his kidney. You're, what? Bean's kidney's the biggest star in the world right now. <laughs> girls, I'm telling you something. There's white hot heat on Bean's kidney. I'm telling you something. CBS Morning News, uh, the Tom Likas show, TMZ Live. Right. I mean, this guy, this kidney's exploding. I mean, right. hopefully not literally, because then it wouldn't be useful anymore. But I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. This little thing filtering blood left and right, and also at the same time, the biggest star in the country right Why now. does Bean's kidney need an agent, though? It seems like he's... Because all the offers keep rolling in. Everybody wants a piece of Bean's kidney. Not just Scott Mason. Everybody wants a piece of Bean's kidney. <laughs> Is that right? They want him on television. They want him in the movies. They want him in a recording contract. They want him in live performances. They want him in a speaking tour. Uh, this Bean's kidney's the biggest star in the world right now. Are you exaggerating just a little bit? I'm telling you, I'm underselling this thing, kidney, baby. <laughs> this kidney is the biggest star in America. I just, listen to those phones. They're blowing uh, up. Yeah, have have anyone answer phones? Yeah, okay. All right, you got it. Yeah, we'll be there in the morning. Oh, it's unbelievable. I got a deal right now from Paramount Pictures for two westerns for his kidney to star in. It's unbelievable. What? Yeah, Billy the Kidney <laughs> and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kidney. <laughs> it's going to be huge. <laughs> this guy's a monster. Hold on a second. Yeah, hello. All right, great. That was Interscope Records. They just offered him a big uh, contract, a recording contract for music. For his kidney, his kidney can't sing? His kidney's a great singer. Are you kidding me? This kidney can do it all. He's going to be a part of a new act called Kidney and Play. <laughs> <laughs> or he's going to join Filter. I can't make sure I can't see it. We're still weighing which one he's going to be uh, performing. It's the phone is ringing again? Hold on a second. Hello? What? All right, mate, you got it. Put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. Yeah, that was uh, Australia calling. They want him to perform at the Sydney Opera, Opera House. <laughs> They're going to rename it the Kidney Opera House. Oh, my God. It's just an evening with his kidney, a Q&A with his kidney. It's going to be ridiculous. There's more heat on this yeah. than I thought. Hello? Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. All right, never get an office for live events now. They want him just to show up at the mall tour. They're going to put him right between Gap Kidneys and Kidneys R Us. <laughs> Come on down. The Batmobile will be there. Free balloons for the kidneys. It's amazing. It's going to be outstanding. And I'll tell you guys, I'm sorry, you probably won't go see Bean anymore, at least for a while. Oh, Is that yeah. right? Kidneys getting all kinds of radio offers to do his own morning show. Oh, no. Yeah, Bean loves pretty, that morning radio. Well, Bean does, but he'll be out of the picture because yeah. it's just a kidney. They don't want Bean. They want the kidney. How can the kidney do a radio show? Because the kidney kidney is multi-talented. I'm telling you, I can't get enough of this kidney. This kidney is huge. He has been offered important roles on radio shows like Branson and the Pickle. Right. Grimshaw and the Tusk. Oh, they're good. Clank and Rimmer. Anal <laughs> and Jones. Cambridge and Carbuncle. Vaseline and the Speculum. Banjo and Butt Knuckle. Wait a minute. Pollop in the Bedpan. Bobby Bard's Morning Chuckle Club. Porcupine in the Fist. <laughs> and cubes in the blister. They all want a piece of them. They all want some of the kidney. That seems like a lot for him. Hold on him. a second. Hold on a second. I don't know. Something else? I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll get back to you. Hey, do you guys have the number for Bean's Pancreas? Um, no. I just got an offer from Dancing with the Stars. Okay. <laughs> so, Kevin and Bean, being very sympathetic to Bean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great bit, though. Yeah, it is. Now, they finally realized that Kevin, remember last week I brought in the Leonardo DiCaprio 
clip. Mm-hmm. They finally realized that B or Kevin messed that up. Leonardo DiCaprio is single again, ladies. Go get him. If you're a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. Otherwise, don't bother. He has a type, doesn't he? He does. He likes the uh, supermodels. He just broke up with Erin Heatherton. She was a Victoria's Secret hottie. But things didn't work out after a year of dating. Of course, the couple plans to remain friends, and the split was amicable. Everybody exactly got exactly what they wanted from that relationship. Hey, uh, Kevin, uh, who's Ralph talking about again? How dare you. Who's, who's he talking about? Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed it. Could, you, could I hear it again, please? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's it. What? Okay. That actor. I, I don't have any. What happened it. there? What do you think? What always happens to me? The Nola Ball? You're asking Leonardo DiCaprio. You're asking Leonardo Strokey what happened? DiCaprio. <laughs> you sound like you're underwater in slow motion. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. I think Omar got back from vacation and they realized, hey, you guys missed that one. So, yeah, they used that one for years. Taylor Swift was in the news. She was being accused of stealing from another singer-songwriter. So Ralph did his impression of Taylor. So here are her lyrics. Here's Taylor Swift's lyrics. And I forget about you long enough to forget why I needed to. Nathan's reads, and I'll forget about you long enough to forget why I need to. Uh, yeah. Stealing. Totally. And she's a fan of his. And she's a fan, so she clearly is familiar with the song. It's no... It's not a surprise. So we decided we would check in this morning. Good morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are you today? I can't believe y'all called me. Right. We... Oh, I can't believe you called me. <laughs> right. Oh, this is such a surprise. It's not really a surprise. You knew it was, oh, so you knew it was coming because King of Mexico oh, told you. Oh, okay. All right. So um, nice talk to you. Good. We're reading a story here, though, about you and how you seem to be lifting lyrics from other songs. Oh, I can't believe you say that about me. Well, it's not just me. I mean, there, there's a oh, lot of stories. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you a fan of Matt Nathanson? I love Matt. He does great work. Okay. And did your song All Too Well copy one of his songs? Oh, I can't believe you say that. <laughs> well, I mean, it is pretty clear. It's And I Forgot About You... Long enough to forget why I needed to. Yeah. You recognize those lyrics? Yeah, I love those lyrics. Because Matt Nathanson wrote, and I'll forget about you long enough to forget why I need to. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> what a coincidence. That's not a coincidence, That's Taylor. That's a day. It really is not. That, it is, that just happened. It didn't. It, just... it accidentally happened. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Oh. Isn't it more likely that you just liked those words and decided no. to put them in your song? No. No, because I am a singer-songwriter. I write all my own things. Right, but this is clearly a li- a full line. It's not just a, a word or two. It's a full line from Matt Nathan's I have song. to say, I don't appreciate you calling me a thief. Well, it looks to me like you are one. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're saying it. are too close. Listen, I'm writing all the new songs for my next record, and every one of them is original and mine and mine alone, okay. and I really resent that, because right. that kind of, those kind of rumors could really have an effect on my career. Well, it's not just a rumor. I mean, the words are identical. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's the oh, And both songs are out. Both songs are out, so everyone can check. No, but listen, you want to hear my new music? No. Some original music from me that is mine, and you'll see that my songs come from me and from the heart. Do I have a choice to say no on? Do I want to hear a couple of songs I'm working on right now? Here we go. 
My heart is hurting. Hope is fading. Here I am now. We once dated. What? I used to love you. Now you hate it. Okay. My hair's straight now. <laughs> used to be braided. I'm a singer. Okay, that's I'm writing. That's Nirvana. These songs are mine. Not Nirvana. That's the Nirvana song. Yeah. That's just a Nirvana. Oh. My God! <laughs> I believe it. Oh, that's my new song. That's not a new song by you. That's that is my song. It's that, mine alone. That's a Nirvana really song. Dropping that soon. Here's another song of mine called "My Sweet Child." I think you're really going to enjoy it. Okay. I've got dreams, and it seems to me that we broke up, and now I'm sad as can be, and everything is as stale as a dark black sky. See, that's Guns N' Roses. That's not... Now and then, when we broke up, it (laughs) makes me angry, and I'm really angry, and I'm angry, I'm really angry that we broke up. Right, that's Sweet Child of Mine. No, it's not. That's, that's sweet, my song. It really is Sweet Child of Mine. That's my song. You didn't write that. That's, here's, my, here's my new song. I think this one's going to be a big hit. Okay. No! <laughs> nope! Outside my window. Nope. Outside my tree. Yeah. I wish that you could see me being Taylor Swift like me. Outside my window, my <laughs> yeah, Ralph doing some good stuff. And they finally stopped with all the vomit. So I know you guys are waiting for that. What? I like that one. I'm a big... oh. Why is this happening? <laughs> Taylor. Why? Oh, I make myself sick. Oh, sorry. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Yes, they weren't done with the vomit. Okay, I gotta cut some stuff out. Okay, I'm sorry. This is too good. Uh, there was a story about Brooke Shields' mom passing away. This is kind of long, but I think it's worth it. Uh, sad news today. Brooke Shields, her mother, Terry Shields, died yesterday at the age of 79 years old. She was uh, responsible for Brooke Shields' career. She was a single mom who pushed her daughter into show business when Brooke was just 11 months old, had her started posing for magazine ads. Uh, Brooke became a very successful child model. Uh, When she was 12, Brooke made her um, movie debut in Pretty Baby, where she played a child prostitute in the Louis Malle film. (laughs) Her mom really had it in for her, didn't she? Her mom was fairly permissive. It came to allowing her to work in all sorts of adult situations. And uh, they had a they had a parting of the ways late in in life, and uh, it was it was an ugly scene. And her mom passed away after a lengthy battle with dementia, which is the horrible, horrible way to go. But uh, she passed away at the age of seventy nine years old. I remember when I was a kid, I ran into Brooke Shields at a uh, airport, and I think I'm pretty sure we're the same around the same age. And at the time, I thought, you know, wow, look at her, she's uh, beautiful. And I wanted to go over just to say hi, just to meet Brooke Shields. And her mom, like. Ran interference like an offensive lineman really? between me and and her daughter. Yeah, I guess she. I guess she, even then she could recognize my sexual power. <laughs> she was afraid that I would take, <laughs> or, take her daughter in or some the bad way. element approaching. How dare you, sir? 
And well, how old was she, Ralph? I'm sorry to revisit ancient history, but since we're talking about Brooke Shields, how old was she when she did those Jordache jeans ads that were considered pornographic at the time, too? Uh, Four. Sh- no, she was uh, over 18 at that time. Oh, she was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. There's nothing that was comes, a big deal. Nothing comes between me and my Calvins. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, no underwear. Yeah. No underwear. That's what she was saying. Yeah. I'm up to get a copy of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we've been told we can't play those at this normal speed. So that's what you get. It's like it's like on the news when they try to disguise the identity of the informant. And they put him in silhouette and they just put a voice changer on him. Oh, come on. Come on. Stop it. Ooh. Yes. Giddy up. All right, that's enough. That's enough. There's not enough in the world. Giddy up. Did not see that coming. Giddy up. Good stuff. (laughs) Why didn't they play the Rodney Drops at regular speed again? I believe it was told to us through third-party channels that Rodney complained about them playing drops of him. And... So the way they would get away with that is playing them at different speeds. So the, I'd like to get a copy of that, and the, I'd like to get a copy of that, were all okay, but not his original voice. That's uh, Kevin and Bean, they're wacky minds. They're always trying to get away with stuff. Maybe they hadn't played them for a while because they were just cracking up during that segment. Yeah. Uh, Bean is going, this is the last day before he goes for his surgery to donate a kidney. So, of course, sure, Kevin and Bean like to joke, but... In the end, they're sensitive people. Oh, wow. Look at the time, won't you? Well, say so, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye to Bean, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Bean. Bye, Bean. Woo. It's been a nice life. Really, thanks for everything, buddy. And, uh, it's been great. We'll, we'll look after the Donna and the, and the sheep. Mm-hmm. Guys, I um, you. I, I'm not going to die. I will be back in a couple of weeks. Don't make well, threats. we'll see. I think the plan is that Dave will tweet from at Kevin and Bean sometime on Tuesday if he gets the word that I, Well, either way, dead okay. or alive, he's going to tweet to let everybody. So if anyone is interested in how the surgery goes, he is going to tweet that out on Tuesday. Wednesday morning, we will do a uh, death corner, a special death corner. <laughs> well, I yep, heard that, Dave scrubbing in. <laughs> I heard he's going to be in there. He's going to be one of these surgical nurses. Is that, I is hope that incorrect? That's not true. I hope that's not true. Oh, I left a sponge inside him. <laughs> not my fault. It's not your fault, Dave. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. Thank you, Ralph. We haven't mentioned this a lot. But or at uh, all. Monday morning. Yes. Monday morning at 7.15. Details on both nights of the 23rd annual K-Rock Almost Good Christmas. Is it that time yeah! already? It is that time already. Wow. Monday morning at 7.15. We'll see you then for that. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, Bean! Bye, Bean! Fire beer mug! Don't bombard that joint, my friend. His final words were, fire beer Pass it over to me. So, very sympathetic co-workers, wishing them the best. <laughs> Although, you gotta hand it to Bean, if he had died, his final words on air would be, fire beer mug. So, <laughs> well done. He, what do they call that? Hitting the post? Hit the post just <laughs> So that was the week that was. Back to you, Steve. Uh, let's see. This has been Quitters Never Give Up, episode 131. Thank you all for joining us. This is Chris saying goodbye for Drew, Edwin, Jen, Lindsay. Play us off, Piranha Plants. Hmm.
Enough! There you Shut go. your dang pow hole. There you go. This has been a Quitters Never Give Up presentation.